morning, good evening, good night. Yeah. Welcome to the show, what a wonderful delight. Uh. Yeah, Patsy and T Ross, better chop up on the mic. Just sit back, have a laugh, catch a vibe, and enjoy the ride. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're bandwagoning now that they're not good. Pretty cool. No, 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 no. Pretty I feel like the only cool. the only person I can really support is somebody from my era. I I got in like the tail end. What do you mean era? Oh, Lewis. Yeah, Lewis. I is, mean, he's what thirty seven. He's still racing, but like I feel like if I become a Max Verstappen fan, that is bandwagoning. So well, I, I just U.S. support. I also get that too. You get the what? Like, oh, no way. I'm tripping. Lewis is even from the United States. No, not even a little bit. The only American we have in on the grid that, this year is Logan Sargent. Who's oh, been, gosh. Logie. Uh, Logio. He's yeah, been at the back. It hurts. Yeah, I mean, he's just one of It's a learning experience. His first year. Um, but, because you know I keep up with that one, there might be – we might have a reason to cheer. I know Haas is American, but with Nico Hulkenberg and and – who else, the, the, whoever the hell they have, uh, Rosenberg, whatever, not Rosenberg, but the other guy, horrible. But GM Motorsports is trying to get a Formula One team. So that would bring some sense of like an American team to the grid. So that might be exciting. So, well, yeah, I mean, us. yeah, I mean, we just started talking there, but welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, and yeah, they they already know. No, they know this. No, they but I, yeah, no, it's not I, like, no, no, I know. I'm just joking with you. It's just that we we're just randomly t- talking, to, and I was just throwing you some shit because you have your Mercedes shirt on that you probably just ordered. Oh yeah, or, I forgot they can't see you all the time. Yeah, um, I didn't even order. I got this at Formula. This is team. Oh, game. that's team let's game. not yeah, let's not team. sell it short. I bought two shirts. For two hundred and fifty dollars, okay. This oh, is yeah. team merch. This is team merch. All right. Material right. is great. So, okay. speaking about teams, though, you we got you to play fantasy football this year. It's your first time ever in your life. I know. To I play never played. Football. I never. I never watched football before this year. Like I never watched more than the Super Bowl or maybe three or four downs of a playoff game. But now I watch every single game Monday, Thursday. Sunday, Saturdays when they have them, Fridays when they have them. But, like, I'm yeah. all over it. So, I mean, it started, like, I invited you to one of our friends' league. And you're like, yep. And then we joined in another friend's league. So we have, like, two friend groups. We have two different leagues. And then yeah. it was, like, Terrence was just 24-7, making the most trades, most waivers, most yeah. pickups, all well, the time, I had 24-7. To. I had to because it, how many people were in the the day one league? Um, there's uh, like 12. There's like 12. So that's, yeah, that's about moves. double. That's double the amount of people in our PDX group. Like that, that friend group is super small and there's like two guys that don't play. So it's really like five yeah. of us in that yeah. group. So there's a lot of room for a premium. You can grab a ton of players because a lot of people that, you know, are not making moves. But in that other group, bro, there's 12 guys. There's not a lot of good players to go around. Like points are hard to come by, so you had to make a lot of moves. I made like what sixty something moves. The next highest was maybe somebody else had like ten. So like I was constantly my OCD was on complete overload with this with this uh, strategy. But did you? I mean, you. But you genuinely enjoyed watching football this year, though. I love it. I watched more <laughs> football this year than I have in the last fifteen years of my life, and I haven't watched any NBA essentially besides the couple of magic games I've been to. 
Yeah. Because I've just been obsessed with football. And, okay. and I mean, yeah. It, I mean, so in our one league, I did beat you this week in the playoffs, so you're out and I'm advancing. But in the other league, you are. Uh, wait, 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 you're wait, wait, wait. I would like to talk about that game too because I very well, if I would put the right pieces in, I could have won that game easy. Yeah. So easy. Terrence made some mistakes. He didn't play Jared Goff. Jared which Goff. I, over Sam Howell, which, I mean, viewers, if you're listening, you guys can make the decision on that one. And then the other big one that you made was you didn't play Raheem Moster over Ezekiel Elliott. So what? Let me use some context. Let's hear it. So Jared Goff, he's been playing up and down the last few weeks. Not great, not bad, right? It's very solid. But Sam Howell has been slinging it for the last six, seven weeks. Like, I'm saying, like, putting up 30 – Sometimes 40 points. So he had a easier matchup this week. So I was like, this is might be a steal if I play it right. And it might be what I need to cause the upset. And then that backfired horribly. And Sam Laporta on my other team, and he did great. So I knew Jared had a big game. And then going in my other league, I, I mean, you, I feel you, like I'm, I'm dominating. Yeah, you're first in, in our other league. but I did lose this week, though. But I, uh, I'm, I might win. It'll depend on what DK does tonight. But in our matchup, the other the other thing is is me and Terrence have played multiple games versus each other, and we've been making friendly wagers throughout the season. And I approached Terrence before this playoff game, and he shut down the bet because yeah. he was scared. Bro, well, well, give us some context. My team sucks compared to no, my, team. Not. my team. Was my team is no, your team is much better than mine, bro. Who do you have? Do you have Josh Allen? I do. Okay, he didn't play great, but who else did you have? I mean, I had my my team. I mean, two best players. Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams is really well. Um, Let me just pull the shit up right here. Yeah, I mean, it it, it was a decent matchup. It wasn't a decent matchup, bro. You were projected to score one eighteen, and I was projected to score barely one hundred. I scored eighty points. I was one thirty four. Like it was. You have Josh Allen. Debo Samuel, Garrett Wilson, oh Jordan Addison's really, and then Jordan Addison had a great game. So that's that's it right there. And then your defense is solid. It kind of it kind of wants me to like lead into this next point. Um, So fantasy obviously has been around forever. It's massive, and you see all these stories about players that get hit up about fantasy or betting. Do you have any stories, or do you did you get a lot of those where people are like? You screwed my fantasy or you screwed up my parlay. Like, because, you know, the same game parlays, they can say Terrence Ross scores 12 points or over under, things yeah. like that. Have you ever had those type of moments? Where people- I mean, honestly, I've had people in the past, but you know how it is. Like, people don't usually play fantasy basketball as much as they play fantasy football. So it yeah. wasn't, I had it a couple of times, but nothing crazy. Like, even bets, though, I imagine no bets one was, you up. Was, I mean, towards the end of my career, just because it, be, it was, became illegal and yeah. I didn't have to worry about it, you know, super early in my my career but yeah definitely once it once gambling became like big well because now now you're like now like with the bets that i see like you you can bet like individual like it's like yeah exactly like terrence ross uh 10 points or he's gonna get 12 12 total points and it's rebounds assists and points like is he gonna get more you talking about like like prize picks yeah like i mean like that there's a bunch of those ones like fan duels all those where they can choose like individual players how they successfully do and then you see stories of like players that are getting hit up because they're like oh i bet ten thousand on you to score 10 points well that's you gotta do that at your own fucking discretion like what the hell (laughs) like nobody told you to put all your faith and finances on this next shot like that's yeah but hey bro people are i feel like in the last four or five years gambling has had an uptick. Like I've never oh, seen people gamble in my life. Like I have 
like all how our buddies, like bro. My, my wife, my friend, or my, wife, my wife's friends, the wives are gambling now. They're like, oh, I gotta get home. I gotta watch this game and put my prize picks in. I'm just like, wait, did I hear that right? Like, it's everywhere now. I can't. And I'm the only person that doesn't gamble. Like, for an athlete, it's kind of been taboo. So I don't really even understand gambling all the way. So I just always stay away from it. But but it's crazy because like they like obviously like you know Oregon where where we went to high school they introduced gambling to the state like two years ago three years ago whatever it was and just the revenue in that you know that they're able to build from it like with taxes and stuff is like it's insane it's hundreds of millions of dollars but then the question comes into because we have casinos here and it's like you're not you can sports bet but you can't sports bet like local college because they don't want the influence happening which like what's your thought on that like so i I think it's kind of ridiculous like if now with nil especially like kids are getting money i don't i feel like there's less kids like less players that would be willing to like rig a game for like some amount of money i don't know i mean it's definitely happened there's it's no for sure definitely been like cases but i I, it's hard to say i don't know i mean that wasn't really something i was yeah exactly by growing up it doesn't feel like it was really even that prevalent imagine like you're at your dub i'm at idaho like we know you have like a tuesday night game and someone comes to you it's like hey i'll give you 10 grand if you can you know, whatever, keep the spread within this amount. Um, it, but you know how it is. Basketball's a lot harder, bro, because you need to – the only person – be the point guard. All that is point guard. Yeah, like, and that's from that fucking – Yeah, Arizona yeah. State documentary. Yeah, so um, I was like, that, that makes sense, but it's – I don't know, bro. That's what I was telling somebody. It's like it's hard to, like – I mean, I was a star player of a college. I had the ball a lot, but it would still have been hard for me to control the game Oh, easily. Even if we were like winning and I had to like bring it back, like it'd just be yeah. hard. Like, no, no, just no. like it'd be like extremely hard. I'm you not even like, sure how that guy at Arizona State was well, doing. He was that. like so talented, though. It was like, dude, you're like that good. You could like score 40, then stop. And like, it's crazy. Like, and just like the random turnover. Like, I don't know, bro. Yeah. It's just too much. It's like, I'm not, no, it's too much, it, too stressful. It, well, and then it, I feel like with the NIL now, it's like if some of these kids at these bigger schools are getting enough money, like ten thousand dollars for to blow a game is like not worth it. I feel like. In- do you think they're gonna regulate that at some point? What do you think they're gonna do with college football? They have to do something because the, the conference system doesn't seem to be working. Did you see what Chip Kelly was saying about it? And I, how he I, was yeah. What kind of kind of brief me on what he was saying? So he was just pretty much saying that football in total should be its own thing. It should be separate from the rest of the uh, sports in the universities, right? And then you can div- like divvy that up in East, West, whatever. So then you have the best East Coast teams playing the East Coast teams. And then they throw out, he said, maybe week six throughout, then they go out to the West Coast, play those teams. And then you have more of a structured, and then you have a tournament system well, at the end. Well, well, you, it's kind of like, isn't that what? Well, uh, I mean, you basically, you make it what the NFL is. I mean, you have, I mean, you, yeah. have you, you know what I'm saying? You have in like, you have your divisions, you have your, like your AFC East, your AFC West. Your, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you, Wouldn't you that have, be better? Well, yes, basically. Like why, and, and that becomes basically semi-pro. I mean, you're basically making college football semi-pro, but they're getting paid. What is the SEC? It's basically semi-pro. You're getting ready to go professional. I mean, I mean, and you're there's a product, a, and you're going to pay a bunch of money. But the that's thing, the thing. I just don't think they want to divvy up that money between well, yes. that many parties. Well, that, and then you're going to have to regulate. Like I heard someone talking about it. Is like the NIL is so it's there's no rules that like you have these guys that are transferring in conference. So there has to be some yeah. similarity in conference yeah. so that there's some kind of fair playing field because mm-hmm. it's like 
oh, you can be at Alabama, but then like the worst team in the SEC, they're not going to be able to give you the same money as Alabama. No. Or So it's almost like you so do it. So it starts to, to, to create the well, gap between well, the, teams. Then you do kind of like what the NBA does, salary cap. So you're a rookie, you can make X amount of money, up to X amount of money. Yeah. You're a freshman. If you're a sophomore, you can make this. If you are if you make first team all league, you can get this. There's that, if, okay, incentives. So yeah, then you start to incentivize it, but then you have a base. So like if I'm a freshman, I can get 150K or whatever. I don't know what yeah. it is. But, and then all the schools can offer up to that because it's like right now no, it's bro, like oh, but so, just a million. <laughs> okay, so now – okay, so where is this money coming from? It's coming from the boosters. revenue from the, from the boosters and all that. But, bro, it's different. Like there's a – with well, the NFL and the NBA, you have TV deals who cover the back end of all these contracts. If you're trying to re- use the boosters and some of that as the same, they're going to. Well, that's not going to hold. Well, no, no, the, and that's the thing. It's like with the NFL, you have one owner who's a billionaire, and like then you have these TV deals <laughs> and all that. See, the problem is, is that the schools and the schools are like the middlemen. Yeah, they have the boosters giving them money, but mm-hmm. then they're getting the TV deals. It's not like the boosters are getting the money yeah. back. They're, they're the reward for the boosters is that they're getting wins and they're getting national championships. They're getting experiences. They're having fun. So it's weird. Yeah, it's like it's so. Like, so that becomes a then, and then all of a sudden that becomes a very narrow and specific group of schools that can only offer that. So where does that leave? Well, it, well, then it's going to be like our boosters going to be like, hey, we want money. Like we're gonna, we're gonna. Is this gonna implode? Is this all well, gonna well, collapse no, and fall? And on itself in 10 does years? it turn into semi-pro? It separates from the school because right now the school is benefiting. They're like those big-time schools are making so much money off ticket sales, revenue, TV deals, and so that's why the schools don't want. It. That's why the NCAA does like is kind of trying to hold it all together because they they know that it's so much money involved. Like yeah. if, they, if they split from the schools, they're gonna lose all of that. That's not good. But I don't know I, what's gonna happen with that. Yeah, think about that. It's like the alma mater, like being an alumni, like there's there's passion and that's why there's so many people that are like it's like crowdfunding. Like you're able to pool so much money together because you have thousands and thousands of people that are willing to donate mm-hmm. a lot of money. So you're but at some point it could be a weird situation where you're like, dude, I've been yeah, giving, somebody I've been giving, this is not a yeah, yeah, this isn't going back and forth. This is going yeah, one way. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I, son. It is crazy Bro. to think about because it's like College but athletes, if you're out there, get your money while you it, can. You take it because I guess this will not hold. This yeah. will not hold. It's gonna fall out at some point. It has to. There's gonna be rules and regulations because this is the wild west right now. And somebody who's getting money just four or five years ago is losing a lot of money now, and they're gonna fight to change that. That's just how the world works. Well, well, and the other thing that I think is like a big issue is that think about this: is like you're paying like uh, the Manning kid at Texas. You, mm-hmm. you you give someone like two million dollars to come to your school, and I'm not and I'm not using him as an example because I think he's a good player. But there's a lot of guys that they're giving a bunch of money to that are not going to end up being good as freshmen, and I think people are really going to pull back on that. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's going to fall out where it's like, okay, we're going to stop <laughs> giving kids that haven't done anything a million dollars. It's just like NFL. Yeah. Like NFL used to give players they had unlimited contract as a rookie, and they stopped. No, nah, they that. still do. No, no, back before that, like. Matt Stafford's first contract was $120 million. Matt like, Stafford? Yeah. Out of, out of college? Out of college. Nadama Kinsu was like a, like a $100 million. Well, well, didn't Joey Bosa come out of college? And he was like, all right, well, I'm not coming to training camp. I'll get the contract I want. And then they gave it to him. But it kind of, uh, it kind of worked because he got defensive rookie of the year. So, Yeah, but uh, 
I, I, know, I know basketball. I know basketball has a salary cap because, like, after Isaiah Ryder came into the league, was like, I want sixty-eight off the top. They gave it to him, and they just—he was just never what they thought he was going to be. Then they started being like, "Yep, we're going to start putting caps on things." But I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't no. know what they based it. I just know if you got drafted in the first round, you're making really good money. Like you're making first pick could be making like sixty mil. So I was just like, "All right." And like the NBA is getting towards that, like every year the number one picks, the salary goes up higher. But like I just knew that football first pick, bro, you're getting life changing money, generational well, money. Well the, well, the, well, the thing about football too is that they get um, the signing bonuses, which are, are a lot, huge, that are way different than the NBA. Where and they get like, paid, and they get paid through the course of the season and not year round, which is seems like a lot of money up front. Well, like what I mean, I think, I think Joe Burrow was talking about. I think he got like twenty million his first check mm-hmm. was his signing bonus. It's like. That's pretty crazy. You just that's, yeah, that's you wild. walk into the NFL. And it's like first your first check's twenty million. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to hold on. Let me see if I can find this because I, I I remember specifically the NFL contracts. Like at, bef- at a certain point, they didn't have any. There was no like regulation on like it was all just like whatever you want. Like yeah, at the top, yeah, at the top. So it's like if you're a first pick, you, you can negotiate whatever you wanted, and then the veterans and like just how the, the league was set up, they're like, no, nah, we're not going to do that anymore because these guys are getting like $100 million and That's not working out. Yeah. Well, and some of them perform and then some of them don't. Mm. But, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Speaking of NBA news, what's going on with this Draymond Green suspension? Oh, yeah, I, wanted to, I actually wanted to talk to you about this because it, it's just rid- <laughs> it's ridiculous, bro. I mean, do you saw the play on, uh, what was it, Lynn? Yes. Or, no, no, no. It was a uh, Bosnian uh, kid. Uh, yeah, not Lynn. Um, no. I'm just thinking it's big Bosnia, big Serbia. Uh, Yosef Nurkic, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. What, like, what do you and then he, like, I don't understand what, what are you thinking? What are you, are you trying to sell a call? Are you trying to get open? Are you genuinely trying to get him off you? Did you just lose your composure? Because this, this seems to happen like on a year in, year in, year out basis. Like, we can go all the way back to him kicking Steven Adams in the grind. Like, it's just nobody reacts in the way he he reacts sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. Suspect, how long again? Uh, it said indefinitely, didn't it? I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, but it, I think it came out just right now, like a minimum, like three weeks. Well, did you, then do you see it's like, yeah, it says expected to miss, uh, at least miss three weeks. And then it said like he's going to go to counseling and things along those lines. But it's like it's been a continued thing it's like <laughs> i feel like all of that is just gonna make him angrier <laughs> when he comes back to Jeez. basketball he's gonna be pissed next time he steps on the court like all, all this bullshit i have to go through to get back here like all right all right don't nobody say nothing to me and he's gonna go out there. how when he comes back how long do you think it would be until he gets his first technical <laughs> get, like over or under five games at least that's he he is at just least five games. A, you think he'll go five games without getting one technical? Well, see, the problem with Draymond is that like it's not like he gets those texts that are crazy, like the one that he had and got ejected. But then there's other times like he just reacts in a way that the refs are just not like taking. Okay. It. They're just not gonna take that. So 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 here's the thing though. So you know Draymond, when he when he's arguing a call or the call's being made and the, the refs are talking about it, Draymond is there like no, no, nah, like all up in the ear, pointing, doing whatever, right? So yeah. every year we start the season, we have right before like preseason starts off, 
we have the, the referees, their little committee, they go around to every single team, <laughs> play a video, points of emphasis. Do they, do they wear a suit? Do they come no, in with a suit, a briefcase, or what is this? What bro, do these guys look what, like? What, what's the guy's <laughs> name? Monty something. I forgot his last name. Monty wears a little bow tie. He does the video every year. It's a black screen. It's just him, and he goes over points of emphasis. They play they play clips from the last year to you know highlight what we're looking mm-hmm. at, what's changed. Who's paid attention to this? Everybody, because it's like you. We, it's like it's like the yeah. first day of school. It's like you know. <laughs> it's like getting your syllabus. Like we're going over everything that we already know. But seeing it every year, they they say there's things that you always, no matter what, can't do. Yeah. You can't point at the official. You can't make any gestures towards the official. You can't slam the ball. You have to use a tone that is respectful, which to me, he has crossed out like three of them, right? But you can't like, you have to be composed is the biggest thing, right? And like, I feel like they give Dre so much leeway as if he's had three technicals his entire life. And this is the first time he's ever acting out. Every time he does something, they're just like, it's almost like they're just like, okay, Dre. It's just like, nah, bro. Because if that was anybody else, like, you might be tossing them. You're so toss his leash is already long. So, like, I, I can't wait to see what, after three weeks, after a month, what's going to happen? What's going to look like? Well, okay. So, the, the, it's a good question, though. Um, how many technical fouls does he have in his career? He's the second I, most. It has I, to be I, 30 I, or 31. And the 39 is held by Rasheed Wallace. No, I'm looking at his stats right now. So we got how many years he's been in the league? Has he been in the league the same amount of years you have? Twelve. This is twelfth year. Yeah. yeah, same draft. He was second round. How many draft. technical fouls does he have in twelve years? Thirty. A hundred and forty-one. Technical fouls. How many ejections does ejections yeah. does he have? He has eighteen ejections. That's ridiculous. I have one rejection in my entire career. How many? Just one. I could probably name the amount of technical fouls I have in my whole career. I think it's I like have seven technical <laughs> fouls in my life, and four of them were in one season when I was, you know, playing really hard. But I mean, it's just like, <laughs> but come on, bro. Like that's the biggest thing. Like nobody. That's the other thing. Like people don't really trash talk me, and it's hard to get into my head. Like you don't. Know, you see me. Like it's hard yeah, to get yeah, under yeah. my skin. Like I'm not reacting. Yeah, to but I'm I just mean, gonna play. Uh, but does it have to? I mean, we're, but your technical fouls are probably uh, more towards the official, right? Or was it towards somebody else? It, I mean, it could been. I could have been arguing the official. I could have said something smart, but like not. It happened no, very no. rarely. I, mean, like, I wasn't altercations. I mean, Jokic tried to do you dirty, but you didn't. But I, that, the tech wasn't on me though. That was on you. But there was another one. What was the other one? Was it in? Minnesota? No, what was it? I couldn't I tell you because I've had so few of them. Yeah. I've had so few. They're like the only the one time I've been ejected was in Toronto. And <laughs> I, I, what happened? I, I don't even know what happened. I thought I got fouled. Let me. No, they called a charging foul. And then the next possession, I tried to take a charge or something, something where I argued uh, the call. Okay. I was at. They were at the other end of the court. He told me to throw the ball, or he, he was asking for the ball. So I was acting like I was about to throw it, and then I just rolled it at him, and yes, then walked it, and yes. then he teed me up and threw me out. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's it, not it, even. It's so funny because, so I was correct. It was versus the Timberwolves, but it was, it was in Toronto. Yeah, and all you got to do, it's funny how the internet works. I just typed in Terrence Ross ejected, goes right to Reddit, and oh, it has course. the exact statement that you just made. Yeah. Dwayne Casey goes, why'd you tee him up twice? He rolled the ball at me too hard. 
<laughs> what the hell? This is it? It's it's not a bowling ball. You should be fine. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, I didn't really get teed up that much, bro. So this so, is crazy behavior. This is football behavior to me. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Draymond. I mean, I think, um, I think he's not as good a player as he thought he was, and I think that he stayed in Golden State. Because, like, imagine if he was doing this elsewhere. I feel like it would just be. Yeah, it would look it'd way be, worse. It'd be, it would look way worse. I think the team would not put up with it. They would not put up with it. They would be like, all right, like, well, yeah, why, I mean, what, are you, what are you actually providing for us? Like, what are you well, doing? Yeah, I mean, he, he has championships and a defensive player, a couple all stars. So, but, like, like, that whole thing. He's not the same. He's just. No, no. Out, but, it's, just it's, and but, that, but that brings me to another point, too, right? Could this be the end of the Warriors dynasty? Is this. It just. I mean, they're Sucks. already thinking about, like, you know, blowing things up last season, and they didn't. And it's crazy because they had a talent like Jordan Poole, and not mm-hmm. to say that, you know, it's all their fault or his fault, but they had a talent like Jordan Poole, decided to part ways with him. Um, they kept this group together for, what, 12 years? 12, 13 years? For a while, yeah. So, like, I, I just – I'm starting to think that, like, you know, Steph is – clearly the one that's holding it together like besides stuff his yeah. his performance has either stayed the same or even you know gone a step or two higher mm-hmm. but like clay's been hurt a couple times so it feels like he's lost his step and draymond is is, is not the same he's not the same as what he was six you seven rather, years ago it's well, like it's he's, just, yeah. he's old too like it, yeah. it's that's how the game goes well, so you're gonna and, and like uh i mean i think Kaminga last night had a big game for them, but it's like you could put Kaminga into that Draymond role as the four, more athletic, able to do more. It's, it's, that's tough because Draymond, I will give I, Drake credit for this. his IQ for the game is no, elite I, and I, my eyes on. I that. get that, but I'm saying if you're trying to move forward, because the problem now that the Warriors are running into is that like you're right, Clay is not the same. I love Clay. I think he's he was he's a great player, but I do think he's not the same. Mm-hmm. But now you're not like trying to trade those guys. You're not going to get the same that you would have got for them like three years ago. And so yeah, that's so what do you do. And, and see, and that's the that's the tough part of being a general manager is that you have to make those decisions at the right time when, like three years before they're it there. It gets to this, yeah, because so, it gets to us. But but you still think you have that? I mean, they won a title not too long ago versus Celtics. That was like two years ago. So it's like, yeah, it's yeah. so tough. But it's like. They're never going to move off Steph. Steph's it's always going to be there. He's and never. I don't think they should. I don't think no, they should because he great. is. He's yeah, great. He's, yeah. But it's sure. like now you got to try to bring in young talent. I mean, they tried it with Wiseman, all that, but it got it got sideways. So who do you think, and, you know, kind of on the other side of the coin here, who do you think is one of the most, one of the more promising teams on the uprise coming I mean, out right I mean, I, it's hard not to look at your boys down there in Orlando. They're looking good. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we're talking like in the next like five, six, yeah. seven, eight years, let's, three. Let's let's even go like three, four years because it's a different landscape right now. Like we are starting. This is the end of a. I feel like once the Warriors fall out, it's open. It, no, it's but not even that open, Denver but like there's going to be there. older. The older guys are gone after in the next two, three years. It yeah. has to be. Like, yeah, but Denver is going to be hard or not for the next couple of years. It's going to be Denver is going to be yeah, right there. That's why um, I see he's going to be the the champ. Early Sixers is tough because Embiid, but the Celtics. I like. I still feel like the Celtics are really good. Like, I feel like I this just, is the last chance. This is the last chance so? too before things start to blow up because you can already feel the the tension between Tatum and Brown. Like, 
Yeah. Not that they there's any problems, but like those guys are two Just alpha males, like, bro. Yeah, they're two franchise type players, and you're gonna start to impede on their growth if they don't go away. Which sounds weird because when you think about like Harden and, and, yeah, and Westbrook yeah, yeah. and KD, like they kind of need each other, but it's it's weird to see. But at the same time, it's just you would think that they would have got close, or at least they get into the finals once, and they they've been knocking on the door for a few years. But like you just think that they would have somehow done more by now. Yeah, because like they're always I, I mean, the favorite. Yeah, I th- I think well, I mean the year they went to the title. I mean obviously I think Ime was a big part of that. <laughs> Absolutely, I think he was a huge part of that. And I'm not saying Joe Mazzola is a bad coach. I just no. don't know if it's the same. Um, the other team that I think is good is the Thunder. I think the yeah. Thunder, like they're so young and have so many good players. Like I feel like them and Orlando are going to be good for a while. And it's like yeah. teams are trying to get to that point. Like those are like, I mean, realistically, those are two teams that rebuild rebuild it for years. Yeah, but pieces. I would say that OKC did it the most logical and they did it the most efficient way. Not only did they find a way to get a lot of picks a and lot unloading of picks. a lot of it like for unloading superstars but they made the most out of those picks they made you the can't picks. say that for a lot of people like well, some teams get a lot of picks like their magic we've had a lot of picks we've had yeah. a lot of picks and it's my hope my pretty much my entire tenure with the magic what's good and maybe I mean, high picks. three of those players have turned out to be like really truly something special like ji mm-hmm. had a chance but i mean he's he's been hurt a lot yeah, and then but, you have the yeah. Franz was a real eye opener, which is like a blessing from freaking God. And then you get Paulo, who Paulo's the first pick. I mean, that's the first I, pick. I didn't think they were going to take Paulo, which really I was like, John, they did the right, they did the right pick, though. They got very lucky, but in terms of like what OKC's doing, come on, bro. Shet, they, they traded for Shea, they got Chet, Jalen, um, Dort, Dort. Uh, Giddy, Giddy. Um, I mean, they got. A bunch of guys, even like Pokescapsy didn't really ch- turn out, but he he showed but they promise. have a bunch of other players that are young and and still and they still have more picks. So <laughs> it's like <laughs> they're going they could be a powerhouse for the next generation, just leading us into the next generation of what this league could look like. Uh I <laughs> I'm laughing because I mean you did mention one name that made me laugh and Josh Kitty. I <laughs> I mean it's a pretty crazy scenario that is kind of unfolding with him. We'll see. I mean, I don't. Honestly, I didn't even know. No, I just, I just thought that this was the only thing that I did here is that this took place some years ago. And he's what? He's twenty one now. But he was supposedly, allegedly, he's like eighteen, nineteen, and the he's girl 18, was a lot. Eighteen, nineteen, and the girl. But, was she, but though. he met her where though? I don't know. They said they met her at a club. Okay, but there's also a lot of yeah, and I think the. The parents of her are not trying to, but it's still a really crazy situation. It's just no, funny it's because bad. he got some tickets. He got some tickets in Newport, and it just brings me back to us being in Newport. Just Wait, Newport where? Oh, California. California. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, he got some Swede tickets over there trying to get away from <laughs> I don't – yeah, that's going to be weird, bro. I that, That's been all kind of hush-hush, but I, I'm sure yeah. it's – honestly, I really think it's probably nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, if, they, if he was – 27, 27 years old and 11 years into the league talking about like, hey, yeah. baby, like then I'd be like, we have some tremendous red flags here that we need to address. <laughs> but I think this could, I mean. We'll yeah, see what happens. I, I mean, they're, 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 they're trying to investigate it. And I think the parents aren't trying to. He got some high end lawyer. It's just one of those well, things. that. But, the, but well, maybe in, in the, 
I mean, yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, one of the things, if the, if the parents don't want to deal with it, it, they could be that, you know, she did get into a club illegally. That's what I'm saying. I was like, the like it seems like just say what happened and we can just get to the bottom it. of all of yeah. it. Yeah, but it's, it's, they're making it difficult. Then they're making it difficult. So it's not much you can do. But guys, how, just, just Jesus Lord, guys. <laughs> Fucking. Do some do gel. Just just do do do. Just just understand. Hey, that, hey. hey man, but it, it, why I, are you asking me about Degrassi or whatever teenagers yeah, watch nowadays? Yeah. Like I, you gotta. You get, there has to be like you gotta be a little I mean, more aware, bro. Yeah, I mean you. We have been into clubs. We've been in the nightlife, and like it is like if you're in a situation like that and you're in a club you expect everyone to be 21 or older you expect things to happen like you know what i mean it's like it's just it's, no, it's, it's a, but, but yeah still yeah you no know, no because i that understand shit, that. no cuz that shit really does happen like girls it, it happened yes people under and they and but, they'll lie uh, about it you know, like, by based on what yes. i like in my conversations yes. i have with people and just i i will know how old you are just by me talking for to you sure. based on your for responses. Sure. That for me, it's like, cause like yeah, as a grown, sure. as a grown man, like I don't, I, why, I don't want to deal with a child. Like that's, 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 well, we both have daughters. Not, we both have daughters. So it's like daughters, but even like, bro, you know me, I've always been the younger guy, like an older woman. So like and, to me, it's and, well, weird yeah. that older women or older guys have always had a thing for like younger girls. I'm just like, why? Like, why I don't understand. Like, Oh yeah, I mean, and it, especially like even if you just talk to someone that's younger, you're like, sure. ah, like this just is not it, like I'm, this I'm is like, like okay. we're, we're not gonna have, we're not gonna have the same conversation yeah. ever. Uh, that's how it goes. But God damn it, Josh, <laughs> <sighs> I don't know what to say. It's well, bad. I think I think we could just wrap this up right there. Um, yeah, it's always a pleasure talking with you, buddy. Um, catch us more, you know. Subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube. Um, and if there is a sponsor out there that wants to be a sponsor of this show, send us an email. We'll take your bucks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's on good fun. We'll do the work. All right. <laughs> <laughs>